gang. Let's do a hey gang. Hey gang. Thanks for hitting play gang. Hey gang. Brighten up your day gang. Let's do a hey gang. Hey gang. Let's do a hey gang. My name is Howard Kramer and this is Hey Gang. It's summer. Are you having a summer? I hope you are. I don't feel like explaining it right now, but you could check all my social media. Hey, gang. I mean, I'm having a great summer myself. Um, I've got the gum. I've got the bathing suit. I've got the secret. I've done it all. Everything you should have done up to this point. Have I lost my swim genity? Yes. So I'm in. All right. Yeah. Um, besides it being summer, the world's a messed up place, but we're not going to go too deep into it right now. Let's see what this is. It says a mosquito. Mosquito? Have I been saying it wrong my whole life? Mosquito. A mosquito-borne virus infects human for first time. That's the first time ever? I would have said that happened every day of every human day of existence. Took them 18 months to figure it out. A coastal virus that can cause a rash and mild fever has officially infected a person for the first time. Congrats! Scientists say it took 18 months to figure out that a Florida teen who got sick during the Zika outbreak, of course, I was once at a Zima outbreak in Florida, Tampa, St. Pete, Ybor City, promotional girl walked up with a Zima. Just kidding. Um, What is this? It's the Keystone virus. We didn't know what was going on. So what's the significance? The 16-year-old bully had a fever and a bad rash. But then, uh, I mean, what the fuck? Who pieces these stories together? There's no through line. And they never put the city. It's just they've pulled out the city out of, is it like, is it that much a tur- of a turnoff in national news to know that it's not your city? Are people going like, well, I'm in Oklahoma City. This story says it's in Abilene, Texas. What do I give a shit? But what is the purpose of that? They take out the town now. You got to like search for it and not find it. I'm a little cranky. All right. Um, it's common. So what are they saying? That's it? A mosquito virus infected a human. And now we're all going to die? It doesn't matter? There's no impact here. Fuck. What do I give a shit about that? Bugs don't care. I don't care. Viruses don't care. No one knows where it is. We know Florida, but shit. All right, gang, I'm in a terrible mood. Let's see what's coming in at number five. That was Big Youth with Screaming Target.
from the album Screaming Target, which came to us in 1972. It's old, gang. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, this is not summertime sadness or anything, this mood that I'm in. This is just caused by me going on social media and reading about the goings-on. And, uh, I, um, right. All right, I promised I would keep it light. Here we go. Guy goes to jumpstart car, greeted with ominous rattle. There was an evil baby in his car. Oh, my. And it menaced him with its talisman. Is a is a rattle a talisman of uh, wrongdoing? An upstate man trying to jumpstart his car was greeted by an unusual sound. Ooh, the rattle of a venomous timber rattlesnake. Venomous Timberlake snake. Poison. Wait, toxic was Britney Spears. I'm bringing sexy back was Timberlake. This is a venomous timber rattlesnake. Toxic venom. I'm bringing toxic venom back, says rattle timber snake. Sorry. This isn't just bad mood. There's also a little bit of marijuana involved. Sorry, my bad. Wanted to enjoy a little summer. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, so with the snake, and they untangled it, and they released it. And that's it. Chuck it back in the woods. Don't kill it. Thank you. A lot of these stories end with the animal being saved. I wonder if that's BS. It seems like maybe the people that report it want to be in the news, but don't want to be looked down upon. So maybe they go, yeah, yeah, I took it. I put it, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I brought it inside. I gave it some warm milk. I petted it for a couple hours. Yeah, then I took it out to the woods. I treated it great. Meanwhile, he just, you know, he grabbed the shovel and just sliced it. They say, well, we read a story about that. You slice it, and then the head's still cooking. It could still bite you. So you got to make sure you slice it and then quickly get the shovel. Leave the shovel in the ground, but you got to get between. You got to put the shovel between you and the snake. Do you know what I mean? Get on the opposite side of that shovel blade. Is that what it is, a shovel blade? I know the um, Mole Man, my neighbor Mole Man, he uh, uses a shovel blade as a dustpan. And I was walking past there, and he's got like his uh, rubber garbage can, green rubber garbage can, and he's got his broom and his shovel in it. So he had already pulled out his broom because he's going to sweep the curb in front of his house. And then as I'm coming down, he pulls out the shovel And I guess he's got enough strength to pull it up, but not to kind of control it on its way down. And so he pulls it up out of the garbage pail and then just slams the thing down. Clang! Right on the pavement. And then he starts his manic one-arm sweeping. So there you go. You can use your shovel for many things. Killing, dustpan... Even a little dick. You want to see what's coming in at number two? Let's find out right now. I mean, this is number four, Jim. My bad. 
Coming in at number four. Now the little song will come and down the song along the weeds that would be legit. Oh, come and down the level say. The song I call the pride of rock with joy as I would say. So baby, come and give me rock and give me rock. If I should hate any other girl and forgive her, as the Bible would tell you. That's dope. All right, that is Big Youth with Pride and Joy Rock. What a delivery, huh? Love this stuff. And it's good. It's a little somber right now. And I know you're like, what? It's summer. And I know this is just you happen to be catching me on that very rare occasion. I mean, usually I would stay away from social media right now. It's, it's pretty important. I mean, like if it was World War II, like say it was, you know, 1942, and we're in the middle of World War II, maybe I wouldn't have been out going, have a summer. Maybe I go, look, yeah, we got to deal with some things. And still have a summer, and still know it's more important than the rest of the year, but we got a world to save. This is, this is new territory for me, gang. All right. The world is ugly, and now we've got the world's newest, ugliest dog. Jaja. The English bulldog wins the dubious crown. It's not that ugly. I thought I was going to have to look away and that that would stick with me. Maybe not be able to get my dinner down. But this is just a mangy dog with a long tongue, and it's hanging right. It's hanging right, guys. A nine-year-old English bulldog. Oh, it's nine. Took him nine years to get that ugly. It took me, well, we won't say. That tongue is real, huh? The dog's owner, Megan Brainerd of Anoka, Minnesota, will receive 1500 That's it. You only get 1500 for staring at the ugliest dog in the world every for a whole year? Or however, even longer, nine years. Oh, she found it on a pet finding site four years ago. So someone did four years with it, got sick of it, put it up for adoption. She's had a four or five years. She's won an award with it. Maybe now's the time to cut her losses. Sell it back, right, gang? Sell it back or donate it and you keep the 15 and you say, look, no one else would spend this much time with that dog. I did. Wrong, gang. You got to hang on to a dog for life. I shouldn't be promoting the competition, but she's awesome. Said that someone else. She looks like a predator. Hmm. Is that good? No, it's bad. It does have pink fingernails. Paw nails. Those painted? Well, you know, that thing's got no idea. It knows it's getting petted. It's getting positive reinforcement. It doesn't realize because I'm uglier than every other one of these mutts. But, hey, it's a living. All right, gang, let's see now what we have in store for you at the middle of the countdown. Coming in at number three. See that mother's over there? See all the time? 
The Bible said the times we like temperature 79 degrees Fahrenheit. Come on, I tell you, it's real nice. Give it the sound of quality, but you're not rocking. Come, people, when you come on down, you gotta put on your stacking. <laughs> come, it's a deep one, make a round, so. And that was Big Youth with Tipper Tone Rock. Tipper Tone Rock. Remember when that was the biggest of our problems in American government was Tipper Gore? And she didn't like rock lyrics, and that was enough to keep us enraptured for like two years? We got bigger problems now, gang. Bigger problems. Oh, here's what a oh boy, our messages absolutely never do that. That's what Canada's Jasper National Park is trying to communicate loud and clear. And what they're saying is a man jumped onto a black bear in an attempt to rescue his dog. Well, the bear grabs your dog and it starts to eat it. You're probably going to get a rush of adrenaline and the thing's not really menacing you. So you're going to go over and like try to grab the dog or try to kick the bear. Um, oh, the dog had jumped out of the open car window and barked at the bear. Dog, oh boy. The dog, man, oh, the dog didn't make it. So he didn't save it. The man was unscathed. Whoa. Someone's saying that the prey fixation was his saving grace. In other words, the, the, the bear. Oh, here it is. I think the fellow just caught him in that window where that black bear hadn't completely killed that dog yet. Oh, so it was focusing on the dog. Makes sense. The bear's just fixated on rip this dog's head off. Sorry, guys. The bear's focused on, let me, um, you know, prepare this meal for eating. You know, it's basically, um, you know, Blue Apron. It's in Blue Apron mode. So maybe, like, if you were cooking on the stove and you're in an intense part where you might burn something, and then there's a fly. Oh, my God, there's a fly in the kitchen. And you say, I got to kill the fly. But maybe you don't until you're done with the meal prep. And so you can understand this bear's mentality. I've got to, you know, I've got to roast these scallions and I've got to pan sear these scallops and then I'll deal with the pesky fly. But boy, that poor dog, huh, gang? Oh, my. Why do I keep saying, oh my? The more I tell myself not to say it, the more I just keep saying it. So, uh, yeah. Don't do that, they say. But, I don't know. Your instincts are probably going to have gold protective. But if you don't, if you freeze up and the thing just uh, meal preps your dog right in front of you without you doing a thing, don't feel bad. Because they're telling you right here, that's the safest thing that you could do. And gang, if you take an animal out into the woods, um, you know, 
it may come mano to mano with something it doesn't know how to deal with. And that's what happened. I hope that guy gets a new dog, and I hope the dog's soul is up in critter heaven. How about the, like, the food that they would have served Sarah Huckabee Sanders at the Red Hen? That food, like, say it was a, you know, a critter, she was going to have some meat. That critter is up in critter heaven high-fiving his pals, saying, oh, man. I wouldn't have wanted to die for that. So I'm glad they booted her out of the red hen. Because if she would have eaten me, that means I gave my life to fuel, you know, that thing. So we don't want that. We don't want a healthy animal to fuel something like that. Then that's where I'll leave it. Okay, why don't you and me together find out what's coming in at number two. And that was Big Youth with one of these fine days from the 1972 double LP, Screaming Target. A lot of those intros have great, I mean, a lot of those songs have great intros. You know what I'm saying? All right, here we go. Oh, this is America-based. Maryland's bald eagle die-off finally explained. The 13 birds ingested a banned pesticide. Great. Who fed pesticide to eagles? 13 bald eagles found dead on farmland. Largest die-off of birds in 30 years. Banned pesticide. Immature. Oh, yeah, Jesus. They weren't even full-grown, gang. They didn't even know not to eat this stuff. They tested them. They found the remains of an undigested raccoon containing Carbofuran, Carbofuran, Carbobrittany Furland. What is this? Turbo Furland, Carbo. Sorry, gang. Um, okay, so it ate a raccoon that had eaten this poison. It's banned in the U.S. in both granule and liquid forms, man. You won't find it at Electric Daisy Carnival. Dude, you got any powdered pure of carbofurin? No. Liquid? Nope. I've got it in solid form. It's kind of like a cliff bar. It's a carbofurin cliff bar. It's chewy. No, don't want it. No, dude. All right. Good luck with your drug hunt. All right, dude. Good luck trying to sell your. Carbofuran. Well, the farmers use it to kill pests and predators. Maybe the farmers aren't making money. They start rooting around in the back of the barn and they find an old can of this stuff. And they're like, F it. I'm not ordering new ones on Amazon. 
steal the box. Rival farmer steals the box. Unscrupulous. Uh, what, what are they making farms? Corn. Unscrupulous corn farmer. Can't make money off his maze. So he steals my boxes. It probably wasn't intentional to kill the eagles. But it happened. That's most things with humans. They don't intend to kill and destroy, but sometimes they do. Either way, you die from their negligence. All right, gang, let's see what we have coming in at number one. Number one, you and me. Number one, here we go. So honesty ought to be the best of policies, I would say. The more you give, the more you receive, as I would tell you. The more work you do, so what I should know. The more pay you should get, as I would tell you. No matter the weak if you are strong. Baba, who you fault if you are wrong, as I would tell you. And that was Big Youth with Honesty. I tried to be honest with you today on this episode. I wasn't feeling super great. This is probably my lowest, hopefully I would love to say, is my lowest day of summer. But it wasn't even a low day. I just, I didn't eat dinner yet. I smoked a little weed and then I hit social media. And, you know, that's dangerous these days. I mean, you that's like a perfect storm right there. You know what I mean? Because weed will make you susceptible. And, um, you know, it'll open your senses to whatever. So then all of a sudden, you're not, you're not, uh, you don't have the food in you. So you don't have the fuel to kind of blast past something negative that's going to get through those shields. Do you understand? So you're in the Star Trek Enterprise, let's say. You're driving along. You're not encountering anything bad. And your shields are up. And you've all got, uh, you know, a full tank of gas and full photon torpedoes. So everything's good. But now all of a sudden, there's a social media, social meteor, a social media meteor heading towards that front window of the Enterprise. And you're Captain James T. Kirk and you say, ay, ay, ay. Now, imagine if you didn't have any photon torpedoes and Scotty was, you know, drunk downstairs. Oh, Jesus, did you have to go xenophobic? Scotty's down there, and he's in the kind of mood I'm in, and he doesn't have any fuel for you. No photon torpedoes, no fuel. There's a meteor headed at you, and, you know, you're high. My first laugh of the podcast, if you were checking. Wow. Thanks, guys. You cheered me up. I was able, through you, to put myself into a better mood, which I appreciate. That's all we've got now is community, each other. That's why I do Squat Melt on Wednesday nights. Come on through. It's a great feeling of community there. It's stand-up comedy in an alley, but it feels like hanging out around the campfire with your pals. And it's um, it's been a good thing. It's like a poker game. It's just you're there and it's your pals, but they're people you never met before. You met them at Squat Belt. 
That's the audience. And then the comics, I already know. All right, gang, thank you so much. Go to um, eBay, buy an Austin Stories DVD. Go to HowardKramer.com, buy an Austin Stories DVD. Go to iTunes, go to um, buy the, some, have a summer music. And um, thank you so much. And we'll see you right here on the next Who, I, Who, I, Who. Hey, guys.